0: All right, welcome to Newsmax Daily for Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023, the 122nd day of the year. Today is World Asthma Day, created in 1998 by the Global Initiative for Asthma to shine more light on the disease and improve the lives of those that are affected by it. It's observed on the first Tuesday of May, not always on May 2nd. It's also hashtag National Teacher Day to recognize and show appreciation, of course, for the impact that teachers make on young people created by Eleanor Roosevelt back in 1953 who persuaded Congress to proclaim a day in May as national teacher day after receiving a very moving letter from a teacher later on the national pta established this whole week as teacher appreciation week so if you are a teacher thank you for all you do and have done and you may be reading harry potter in class today which is apparently international harry potter day which speaks for itself Unless there's something too controversial or you know politically incorrect about Harry Potter. And in the headlines, the music industry and fans worldwide mourning the loss of Canadian singer songwriter Gordon Lightfoot The Legend lives on
1: from on down. Big lake, they call it the
0: unforgettable and classic intro to the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I'm sure you remember, if you could read my mind, sundown, carefree highway, Many, many hits. Gordon Lightfoot passing away in a Toronto hospital last night. He was 84 years old, but his music will live on forever. In Texas last night, hundreds of police going door-to-door during a massive manhunt for the man police say shot and killed five people, including a nine-year-old outside of Houston on Friday night. Turns out the suspect is a Mexican national who has been deported from the United States not once, not twice, not three times, but four times. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas asked about the debacle at the border on Meet the Press, continued to blame it on Congress.
2: A solution. He delivered immigration reform legislation that we had hoped Congress would act on swiftly. They haven't.
0: Former acting CBP Commissioner Mark Morgan on Frontline with Carl Higbee. Mark, I'll go to you first. I'm I'm so sick and tired of watching a guy like Mayorkas over there with this just insincere
3: hubris look like, hey, look, I know better than you. We delivered a plan. We're trying. No. Yeah. Look, Carl, he's a blatant liar. Everything that comes out of Secretary Mayorkas about border security is an intentional, knowing, willfully blatant lie. You wanna talk about dismantling things? On day one, it's the Biden administration under the charge of Secretary Mayorkas that dismantled the network of tools, authorities and policies we had in place. The safe third countries with all three Northern Triangle countries, gone. The walls you mentioned, gone. The Remain in Mexico program, gone. They gutted ICE's enforcement ability to remove criminal illegal aliens, gone. I could go on and on. And Carl, Mm -hmm. Sunday, when he refused to talk about the execution of five innocent people, it is Secretary Mayorkas that laid the conditions. He is the man that said and told the entire world that being in our country illegally is not enough to deport them. These individuals, this man, as you said, was stopped multiple times. He he, he is so emboldened. He's not only here in the country and crossed multiple times, which is a felony, but he's he's procured weapons illegally and shooting them at, at his home. And yeah. he knows nothing's going to happen to him because Secretary Mayorkas has told the minimum of ice, a man like that's
0: Also on the show, former ICE acting director and former Border Patrol chief Ron Vidiello weighing in.
2: These were choices that this administration made on day one. They did a a moratorium on removals. So think about what that means. Day one in in this administration, they said, if there's anybody in the immigration process and already had their due process by a judge, you're not going to be able to remove them until the moratorium is over. They send a signal around the globe that makes this problem much, much bigger. Uh, We had 45-year lows in activity at the end of the Trump administration. That's not a perfectly sealed border. That still has lots of risks involved in it. But it made the problem small enough so our agents could get on the the line and seize fentanyl narcotics, could could rescue people who are in distress, could end uh, people's misery and human trafficking. All that got taken away on day one. And now we're seeing the worst surge, not in 45 years, the worst surge since the history of that border. And it's getting worse every day. We know that Title 42 is ending on May 11th. We always knew that. And you could what, what did little did he say about how they're preparing? They're going to do in country processing and they're going to do some other kind of nonsense. The system is already overwhelmed and they're going to make it worse because that's what they want. They prefer this chaos versus control.
3: Yeah, Mark, is this just like something to run on or something? Because like everything this administration touches turns to sewage. So at some point, did the American people see this? I mean, even the people in Chicago now are like, whoa,
0: hold on a sec. Where thousand miles away from the border and we got problems that's carl higby host of newsmax's newest program frontline and as a former navy seal carl has certainly been on the front line check it out weekday afternoons five o'clock eastern and yesterday i told you president Biden's approval rating had hit an all-time low of 37 percent with 59 percent of americans disapproving of the job he is doing they went in depth on monday's american agenda Is this a real thing that RFK Jr. could pose a threat?
4: I think he's presenting an option to Democrats, and nobody likes being told that they don't have any options. And when the Democratic Party came out and said that they wouldn't be conducting debates, I think that's an insult to all of the voters that want to know that the elections are in their hands and not a political party's hands. I think everyone is offended as an American when they're told that they don't have options. So honestly, we've seen the poll numbers. We know that Joe Biden is struggling, even with Democrats. It's just not conservatives. And I do think that he, he's going to put a dent in it. Will Joe Biden still probably take it? Yes. However, I like seeing that there is some competition out there and there are people that are willing to risk it all and come forward and say, look, I have other ideas than what is going on with the establishment right now.
0: That's Jesse Jane Duff, ambassador of America First Policy Institute on American Agenda with Bob Sellers. Meanwhile, in Washington.
1: I hope there's a lot of energy around this and the president needs to sit down with Kevin McCarthy. Apparently, uh, meeting has now been scheduled, but let's negotiate on this. And by the way, it's not the first time deals have been done when the debt ceiling is raised.
0: Yes, that's Senator Mitt Romney as the battle over the budget intensifies with the debt ceiling clock ticking down. Republicans say they did their job last week when the House voted to raise the debt ceiling. Democrats say they added unacceptable cuts in health care, veterans benefits and other social spending. Senate leader Chuck Schumer calling it a hard right ransom note. To the American people. Whatever that means exactly. Every time I hear Chucky e. Schumer, I can't help but think of this.
2: There will be a trial, and when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection.
0: Did you catch it? Childish, I know, but funny. Come on. And as Old Mitt alluded to, President Biden did call Speaker McCarthy and other congressional leaders Monday for a White House meeting that will apparently happen on May 9th. Meanwhile, the U.S. could default on its debt by June 1st if Congress fails to raise or suspend the debt ceiling. And Hunter Biden was in an Arkansas court yesterday answering questions about his finances as he looks to reduce child support payments for his four-year-old daughter, Navy, that he fathered with a former dancer who also worked for him in some capacity at some point in time hunter's attorney revealing that he pays twenty thousand dollars a month arguing that his financial situation has changed and he can't afford it the child's 32 year old mother argued that he's not a struggling artist he's living lavishly and should be held in contempt and should be sent to jail congressman james comer of the house oversight committee is paying close attention i'm
4: also anxious to see how much money that Hunter Biden's made from selling his high-priced artwork, and if we can find out who in fact was buying that artwork. And then the last thing I'm interested in is to determine whether or not he has offshore accounts. Now, we've learned a lot about Hunter Biden's finances, as well as the Biden family finances with respect to their influence peddling, but there's still a few missing pieces. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this court case today. Sure will be. I think you and many people in America want to find that out as well.
0: That's Kentucky Congressman James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee on John Bachman. Now with John Bachman and Bianca de la Garza. Hunter Biden now has a child support trial set for July. And the Fox News fallout continues. Former governor of Alaska and vice
1: presidential candidate Sarah Palin spoke about it with Eric Bowling. My audience now is realizing that Fox News started to move left. They wanted to be centered. They wanted to cast a, a wide net to, to bring in more liberal voices, to bring in more progressives, to maybe get more progressive viewers. And they got it, but the expense of the MAGA and the true conservatives. What say you?
4: Right. And, you know, it's not just Fox News, of course. It's it's these corporate-owned, woke, disconnected elites who uh, call the shots in mainstream media, and they look at us as just the peons, just the subjects, and perhaps people would perceive me as being biased. Though when we speak of Fox, because I got canned too, and um, I don't want to, uh, I, I, I don't want to interject any of my bias in the way that they operate. But I will tell you one thing about uh, the way they operate when. I was uh, informed that I was no longer working for them. I wasn't even informed. They didn't have the guts to call me. They called my now ex-husband. And I thought that was really weird and weak. And um, I just said I wouldn't speak ill of them, but I just spoke ill of them, yes. But you know what? They have underestimated the will of the people. They have underestimated our wisdom and our desire with that freedom of speech to have truth spoken to power to have information so we can make up our own minds about these issues
1: you know you hit something very important um the freedom of speech and the freedom of expression and the the diversity of views okay i get that but it fox had always represented while i was there 11 years while i was there it, it always represented all of the gamut of conservative voices for some reason they thought it was a good idea to move their target from conservative the wide the full target being conservative voices and audience, to somehow capture more. They got greedy. They wanted more. They wanted leftists. They wanted centrist. They wanted leftists, too. They wanted to be ABC, I guess. And then they underestimated the actual true conservative voices. And then this whole firing of Tucker. I believe they think they'll recover from Tucker the way they recovered from Bill O'Reilly, Eric Bowling, and Megyn Kelly. Maybe oh. not this time.
4: No, not this time. They won't because remember, Tucker was the anchor to that entire evening's lineup and look at all of Now the show's on nightly aired on
0: Fox. They're all diminishing in terms of ratings. Sarah Palin on the balance with Eric Bolling. That's weeknights at 8 o'clock Eastern. In other news, planned layoffs beginning today for several hundred General Motors contract workers as part of their plan to save $2 billion. The automaker says they offered buyout packages to workers and 5,000 employees took that offer. General Motors reportedly making other cost-saving measures. measures as well like cutting corporate travel and marketing expenses and first republic bank is no more federal regulators seized the bank monday sold all the deposits and most of its assets to jp morgan chase the fed says depositors customers that is will retain full access to their refunds and don't forget that the feds are expected to raise interest rates again tomorrow wednesday afternoon so be paying close attention. And the six major professional athletic unions, the MLB, MLS, NBA, NHL, NFL, and WNBA are all teaming up for a mental health awareness campaign. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month. If you are not already watching Newsmax TV for some reason, it's available on most major cable systems. If you have AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity. Uh, cox spectrum Directv, dish they all have it and make sure you get the newsmax app on your phone this way you can watch your favorite shows anywhere anytime you want thank you for listening to newsmax daily i'm tony marino enjoy the rest of your day or night i'll see you back here tomorrow and in the meantime keep fighting the good fight news breaks every minute every day you need the app the newsmax app Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.